ghosts are alive <laughs> with the sound of podcasts. Oh, oh, hi, yeah. George. <laughs> and Hello. hi to everyone out there. It's Tuesday, 3rd of November 2020, or at least it is when we're recording, and everything's currently fine. Nothing going uh, yeah. wrong, nothing going bad. Um, mm. Welcome to another episode of the Everything's Fine podcast. George, how yeah. are you? I hope you're fine. Uh, yeah, I'm... Um, what's the... Um, the other one. You know, what's the situation in Barcelona? Where are you guys at? Um, what, you mean in terms of COVID? Yeah. Well, we're essentially locked down. I mean... We're allowed, to, we're technically allowed to go out, but everything's shut, so what's the fucking point? Um, mm. So, restaurants, bars, and everything are all closed. I think some shops are open, but they're reduced capacity. So, it's not as intense as in as it the forthcoming restrictions in, in England, um, mm. but... Yeah, not a huge amount is possible at the moment. How are you? How are you feeling? So you know, let's get it out of the way. Big news. Um, yes. Yeah, so as of Thursday this week, so I believe that'll be the fifth. If today is the third. Um, nice one. You're getting yeah. really good at that. Thanks, man. Um, the country, as I understand it, is going back into lockdown. Um, I think there's a few small. Dif- well, actually, there's a few big differences in that yes. schools and unis and stuff are still yeah uh, open, although uh, as open as they were, I guess. Yeah, which I think th- anyone that I've spoken to, this isn't a shock. I don't think anyone was, a, you know, surprised to hear this. I think maybe actually now that I think about it, the shock was more that it wasn't done sooner. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Um, well, I think well because the the prime minister was repeatedly saying that it wouldn't happen, and that right. it was the uh, it was the nuclear button, uh, like the last ditch effort. So it doesn't help when you then actually do that, and <laughs> when you describe something as the worst possible situation, and then a few days do later it. you say, uh, "So yeah, we're going to do it." Uh, doesn't yeah. make people feel great. No, I think, but I think there is. Again, from the people I've spoken to, there is... Do you have mates then? Sorry, I, I, I've, oh, I've not been in the UK all the Are year. you joking? I have got mates coming out my fucking ears, right? And yeah. I... Yeah, and I, it's just incredible. Are you it's talking about just... the podcast you, you listen to? you got mates coming out into your ears? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and Rogan? I've... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your best mate, um, Rogan. Brand? No, I, I do have some friends. I do have some friends, and I love them a lot. And um, yeah, I'm just we... I'm I'm only saying this cruel thing because I know you have friends, and I will, I want them. I miss them. Yeah, I um, think that. But there's a show, but people are aware that it's for what do they say in Hot Fuzz? The greater good. It's for the greater good, and there's that's understood. I think I was talking to somebody this week and she had found herself quite emotional at work following the news but couldn't put her finger on why and when talking to her she was kind of saying but we've we've done it before like I know that this 
she couldn't post. It was kind of like the lockdown itself isn't the thing. I can't work out what it is. And I can't help but think it's the, what the lockdown signifies is the fact that we still don't really know what's going on. And, and, and nobody does. And that's the, I think we have to give ourselves the opportunity to, to I don't know, feel, feel sad or disorientated or yeah, I mean, a, bit, it, a bit lost. It's, I, uh, I think you can simultaneously be like, okay, this is, this is going to be in the long run probably uh, for the best, but it's going to cause a lot of distress for people. It's going to cause a lot of issues. I think it's okay mm. to also be like, this is a fucking drag because it yeah, is. Yeah, I think that it is. I think it was just the interesting part was the kind of the kind of inability to pinpoint what exactly what it was that was provoking those emotions and then it's like well no but there's something going on deeper than that the immediate that the 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 surface level of the situation is that we are locked inside mm. and but that, that but the i think what it means more is just that this is as it's the uncertainty the yeah it's as uncertain as it was in march that's a long time ago well how are you, how are you feeling i mean you are you are in a different situation now as you, than you were in uh in March you, because mm. you're going to have the unique experience of being able to have a, an urban lockdown experience and now you're going into a rural lockdown experience yeah because you've um, moved you're in the countryside now um and yeah. apparently they do get covid out there i think the the big you know i i was alone truly alone when I was in London in the last lockdown. Um, and the difference will be that even if it's going to stand at the end of my mum's, you know, what's the, what's the word? Road? Is, is the word, is it a road? No, you know, uh, the street goes up to your front door. Drive. Yeah, but it's not big enough to put a car on. You can walk up it. Mm, I really... Gar I, I'll garden be path? That's where I'm leading you. That's it. Uh, yeah, you're um, leading me yes. right up the garden path. So I um, can, you know, and, and that's different. I can go and say hello to her and see her. Well, also, also, hopefully people will, won't take my word for this. Check the, the regulations. Although if you're getting all your news from the Phone a Friend podcast, you're in trouble anyway. But um, <laughs> I believe that under these new restrictions, in England at least, you are still allowed to meet up with one person from outside yes, your household so exactly that so and that's mom, a big difference it's a huge difference um and the other thing is i should say because i will need to reference this i'm sure in coming weeks is that a friend of mine that also lives alone in london i have invited to come and stay with me for the lockdown so I is this have, adam yes yeah, so my dear friend adam who, yeah, we live together in university, so it's going to be gonna interesting be, um, to see. No, next week's podcast is going to be delayed, and you're going to no, say, no, oh, no, sorry, no. oh, last night, brother, that sort of well, thing. Well, do you know what, Ollie? Yeah. I mean, if I may, and I hope that in yourself and the listeners, I can, you know, have an understanding here. Um, yeah, you. perhaps. Oh, man, I believe i'm hungover if not hungover potentially okay. still a bit pissed so 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 this actually explains a few things because dear dear listener <laughs> now we're recording this podcast very early in the morning which i must admit is that's down to me um but usually george is a is i mean would you say you're a morning person george you're at least pretty good at just getting up and out oh uh, yeah without being 
you know, completely. Yeah, without being I'll a total prick, I, I, yeah. I'd say I'm pretty good all round. Oh, I mean, no, day, no night, what. no matter yeah. what. I would say. I think after a certain hour, if you're, you know, if you're not like having a pint or uh if you yeah. if you're not intending to stay up i i've seen you at a certain hour become very much like all right get out of my fucking house i want to have my <laughs> horlicks <laughs> um yeah I, I'm, I'm probably not a night owl but nor am i kind of anyway it, I'm, I'm classically going far too into this yeah i don't mind mornings <laughs> huh? well yeah so so when um it's what time is it for you it's it's about 8 a.m for you just after and um we had a bit of technical issues at the start of the podcast and it did sound like i was talking to a man um who didn't know his ass from his elbow who (laughs) um was peering through bleary eyes uh, because i he was his headphones wasn't weren't working and he would he just kept saying oh headphone no work headphone no work how how help help that sort of thing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you had a few pints last night is that what i'm hearing is it a big yeah, uh, a farewell sure... to the pub exactly so i will be there again tonight and i'll be there tomorrow night i'm kind of yeah just... why not get some super spreading in before the lockdown yeah no 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 it's all um it's all socially distanced and you get you know it's it's a brave new world in the pub world uh um, oh, yeah and that that my favourite pub in the world is currently doing buy one get one free on AIM oh, because they need goodness. to get rid of stock <laughs> yeah I, I did see uh, I assume your, your favourite pub in the world because I did see in the news that Weatherspoons is offering 99 pence pints to get rid of their stock are you talking about your favourite pub in the world Weatherspoons Harlow uh, it's not Weatherspoons Harlow anymore okay. um, it's been it's, it's been overtaken um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's the, famously, it's the old barge in Hartford, yeah. which is just, do you know, I was, so, oh God, Ollie. Yeah. So, so I was with two of our friends last night and they had, you know, proper work today. So they kind of left at, say, just before nine. And I, it was like, as I said goodbye to them, I got thrown into a time machine and I was 17 again because I looked at my phone <laughs> And I was on 2% battery, Uh, but I had a lift organised for quarter past 10, which a lift is a very kind of, you know, that's a reminiscent kind of notion. So then I was like, well, I texted the person. I said, I've got no battery. I I will meet you where where I said, when I said. Um, I bet secretly there's a little grin on your face like, I've got an hour alone in my favourite pub. Well, this is it. So I'm sat in, at the table that I would argue might have the best kind of view of the pub. And um, this is a pub I used to work in. And I've played gigs in there when I was much younger. And, um, and I'm sat there. With your many a, a game of Scrabble has been played oh. in that bar, in that pub. Oh. And uh, many a, a glass of what's it called? Bee Sting uh, 9% yeah. cider has been forced down my throat by my dear friend. <laughs> yeah. So it's... But, so I'm sat there and I'm like, and I got talking to somebody that worked there and we're just, you know, we laughed at my situation and um, and then I'm looking at the pub and there's maybe one of my favourite books I've ever read is this fantasy series and I Harry remembered Potter. while I was sat there, no, not quite Harry Potter, um, but it starts in a tavern, the book, like the, it, the scene is set in a tavern and you know when you're reading... Is this you're a secret your own... book? You're not going to no, tell us... <laughs> It's called The Name of the Wind, uh-huh. is the first book. And um, it's, you know when 
you're reading and you're left to your own devices to kind of paint the picture of where they are. Yeah. Naturally, the tavern was the old the barge, barge in my head. Yeah. So then there was this, there was a bit of a wind and rain outside. There was one of the boats on the canal had their log burner going so you could smell that through the window. Oh. Uh, the lights were down low. And all of a sudden I was in this book. And so I just said, well, there's an a, element of kind of anxiety and fear with that because there, there's beasts outside. Well, I was going to say, if yeah, <laughs> if it's real. Um, well, Corbin. But I, you know, there was a kind of although the uh, the girl that worked behind the bar was wearing a mask, so I couldn't, you know, I couldn't say for sure. But I think with her eyes smile, she said, "Another one, sir." And I said. <laughs> Please regard me. Um, Please regard me, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I said, she said, would you like your free one? And I was like, oh, yeah. I absolutely wanted my free one, mm -hmm. but I didn't want to seem too keen. You yeah, know? yeah. Because yeah. lest we forget, I am at this point alone um, and without battery and, and just kind of smiling. Um, and so then I said, oh, Oh, let's have a think about it. And she said, well, you can always get it tomorrow. And I was like, oh, And you're like, that. fuck, 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 fuck. Okay, I yeah. need to, how do I navigate this? I definitely yeah. don't want to have it tomorrow. I want to have it right <laughs> now. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, you know, I got the two beers and it was just, I sat there and I was oh, just, it just sounds saving nice. the fresh air before lockdown. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. it's a, a very, a, a, un completely understandable. And the, the image you paint of this tavern at night with the mm. the burning embers of a log fire nearby mm. and rain whipping up the 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 water in the river flowing past mm. it's just it makes it makes me think of because i think we both have a bit of a thing of imagining pubs as uh, taverns in olden days oh. that people on long weary travelers come in They've got their horse tied up outside. They need a bed for the night and, you know, just some, you know, fresh, some sourdough maybe, just a fresh baked bread because it's I'm just I'm not sure that that's what was happening in back in olden times. I don't know <laughs> if they were getting a nice, you know, cheese and a nice Gale's bread sourdough. But yeah, look, all of this to say, I think we slightly got uh, off topic because you were saying that You've, you're going to have a friend staying with you during lockdown. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. Believe me, I loved taking this long, winding journey down the garden path <laughs> up, to, up to the pub. Sorry. Okay. No, please. Um, but yeah, so you will have a, uh, a lockdown pal, a lockdown buddy. Um, yes. And, and you will, you know, potentially be able to see family at least you know in a much uh, it was much more likely than it was in march because you'll be just uh, a few minutes away really um yeah. I, th I think that the one thing that like to get away from me specifically of how i will be spending the time just more generally it's you know it's kind of immediately reminded me of how different everybody's experiences are going to be and it, it is hard there's no yeah. you know there, there was it's it's not an easy ask yes it's not and i and, hope we're and, not being too yeah. flippant about it because i know that it is gonna it's i'm not trying to um you know i it's gonna be very difficult and that's sort of why you know 
we're all feeling this weighing a little heavy on us i think yesterday i was scrolling through my instagram and obviously most of the people i follow are people from hartford and and or at least people in england with all these new restrictions and there are so many things like last blah 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 before lockdown again and it's yeah. this very this sense of just the final and i was talking to our, our friend george last night in fact on uh i was talking to him on playstation because we were hashtag gaming and mm. he was saying um i think he said he's going to the last pub quiz before lockdown and just all these little things and i mean obviously uh, it seems like we're only referencing pubs but there are many other more important things that you, you will no longer be able to do but it's just the it's other people other the socializing all this stuff um and and you know obviously not everyone has a nice home environment to be locked down in and it's just it's all it's intimidating but i hope that people know that it is temporary and it is something that we've done before and we can do it again there are ways of getting through this for example this this time round for me i don't know if you remember this george but at the beginning of the lockdown first time round there was this real sense that i was going to be very productive and i was going to better myself um mm. I'm not even going to pretend that that's going to happen this time. I think I put too much pressure on myself and I think we all uh, need to be go easy on ourselves and just take it day by day. Don't put any expectations on it. You know, if you tell yourself that you're going to be really productive, then you can be you can punish yourself if that doesn't happen. And mm. I just think you need to give yourself the space to 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 breathe during this time and to also to like to find it hard because I think lots of people are trying to be very brave which is uh, you know admirable but also it's okay to find this difficult it is difficult and I just hope that people are I I like I said, all these things I was seeing on Instagram were kind of like half jokey, but you could tell that there was a real layer of like, oh God, the the month I'm staring into is looking difficult. Especially it's it's kind of, it's wintry at the moment in the UK. It's dark and rainy and it's, maybe that's better to be stuck inside when the weather's shit. I think shit. It's, it's properly dark by 5pm now. Um but you know it starts you know a good hour before that um i i hear what you're saying completely about the yeah that kind of i think i was more productive in the first two weeks of the last lockdown than i've been in my adult life I, for, for some yeah, reason you i had was some calling gorgeous artwork yeah gorgeous artwork but it was like this notion of like i don't know man it was like i don't know but you're right this it's uh do you know what last night and i'm sure we've spoken about this on the podcast already but one of the conversations we were having was at the beginning of the year when it first started and there was concern about how it was going to affect students and i've put my hands up and said I, at the time i didn't empathize i was kind of like at the in the grand scheme of things you know um i don't know i, I didn't appreciate how and then and then now as the year's gone on i think that actually it's they're some of the people I feel for the most and not just university students, but people of that age, you know, in your late teens, 
and early 20s, the thing that we took for granted, and rightly so, was when we were that age, Ollie, there was, it was, there was freedom. Mm-hmm. And not freedom to go... It, it's just the, like even trying to meet people and it's the... You've got to book somewhere if you want to go out and there's you, only certain gr- sizes of groups so then people inevitably are left out. And it's... It, and the... Again, the uncertainty. And, and I know that a lot of people that listen to the show will be in that age group. And I would love to hear from them as we go through it and just like the ways in which they're helping themselves and the people around them and yep. where their heads are at. Because, I, I, you know, as I said, I've put my hands up and I... I well, I think, yeah. you, I think you used the phrase work shy freaks um, and said that they're all blissed out on dope and addicted to porn, though. Because you've got very strong feelings about young people that I don't agree with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was something, I, I think, I don't know if it was that verbatim, but it was something. Yeah, so definitely along those lines, lines yeah. Well, the porn bit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Prom, yeah. sorry, prom. Prom, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I, I was just going to say that what you just said then about meeting people being so, you you know, you have to like... There's no spon. There's no way of being spontaneous at this time because it's just not possible to happen upon. You, you know, you can't just freely head down to the pub or head down to whatever, go out to a gig. You, so my, I was talking to my. I, I went to the my psychiatrist this week, and I hadn't seen him in a few months because, well, anyway, I hadn't seen him in a few months. And and I was telling him about my my dear rat A going to the US and and I said something like, obviously you know we, with her gone you know she's the only person I see so blah 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 and he was like, when you say she's the only person you see what do you mean and I was like well I don't know anyone else here and then he said and I know he didn't mean to hurt my feelings but he said and how long have you lived here and it was a bit like oh it was like. Uh, yeah, I get it, man. I haven't made any friends. And I, and yeah. I was like, yeah, it's been all, a long time. And he said to me, is that, is, he said, it's obviously very important to have a, a network, a social network outside of your romantic relationship or outside of your home life. Is that something that you'd want to change? So he's basically saying like, do you want friends, bruv? Mm. And I was like, yeah, but. I basically want my old, all my old friends to move here. Um, mm. I don't want new ones, um, which is not strictly true. But I said to him, like, even if I said to him that it's not exactly an ideal time to be making friends, because what would I mm. even do? There's, I mean, I, I guess you could put put a tweet out and say, anyone want to meet at this bench? <laughs> that might, you know, you might get any all sorts of people turning up. So I don't really know what. I mean, he he was just asking questions, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do because he kept saying how important it is to have this network. I was like, yeah, okay, but I don't have it. And well, yeah. as in as in, I don't have it here. I should say I do. Yeah. I've, I'm very fortunate in other ways, but it's not like I can. But I guess the the key thing, and this is probably the point he was trying to make, is that even when I could do those things go try attempt to go out and meet people i didn't so it's not i'm i'm probably just using this excuse of covid a little bit to shield myself because as we've talked about before making 
new friends as an adult is scary, especially in a in another country, etc. But yeah, for people who are at uni, where this is their whole new world, they have to build a whole new life. They don't know anyone potentially. It must be pretty intense. But I should say that we we got an, one email that I'll just sort of this will I'll just kind of allude to. I won't read the whole thing, but it was it was a very nice email from. Sorry, the messenger boy's just whispering in my ear uh, from Jemima, and she's just started uni and moved moved to Cardiff to start a uni course, and she said that she's feels very fortunate she's made fabulous friends in her flatmates couldn't be happier about they're the most lovely people and make me feel at home being myself and i've also taken the step to reach out to the university well-being team to see if there's any services that might be able to help me basically this was just a a, a very positive email that made me feel you know i was just glad to see that this is someone who is just moved, just done this big change in a very difficult time and is is actually, you know, finding it, in, yeah. in, enjoying it and, and is able to do it. And I know that won't be true of everyone, but hopefully that, that you know, it's some cause for, for celebration, I think. Yeah, and, I think so. Also, did you say Jemima? Uh, yes. That's a beautiful name, isn't it? I don't think I've ever met a Jemima. I've met, well, yeah, I went to uni with a Jemima. Oh, well. I'm yet to meet one. I'll let you know though. If okay. I meet yeah, yeah. Mind, please, no. Text me straight up. Text me straight yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought that it, I, I think because I, I, I have to admit, I've been finding myself very wrapped up and concerned about about people at uni in particular. I think it's because, on a personal level, that was such a difficult transition for me. So I'm kind of putting my own anxieties on it. Um, mm. And I've been kind of reading various things, and and it's it is difficult. I there's no easy answers to these things. I think that, like Jemima said, the fact that Jemima's reaching out to the the wellbeing team, um, every university will have some kind of service like that, and there probably will be waiting lists and things like that, and it might be difficult to get an appointment. But I think it's still something mm. to keep in mind. When I went to uni back in oh the early the early twenty tens, Gaga was on the radio. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, you know man. Gaga. Do you remember yeah. Gaga? Yeah. I think she. Oh. Yeah, those days. Um, but uh, there was a there there was like a the um the mental health and well-being society like uh for people who were who were interested or passionate about that and they organized lots of things and due to the kind of state that I was in in my first year of university I basically took part in that society in the same way as people will be doing will be forced to uh, these days, because I I was fine, I couldn't really leave my room for a long time, and b- because of of anxiety and things, and so I found uh you know through Facebook um and various other like online stuff, I was still able to kind of communicate with these other people who were sharing how they their experiences were going and supporting each other basically and and I'm sure that that will be even more active at this time uh so that's something worth 
seeking out it should be fairly fairly straightforward to find that in your yeah city or your uni can i ask you a question ollie please call me blaze oh sorry fuck i keep i i don't think i keep getting that wrong yeah can i ask you a question blaze sure dude um if you think back to the first lockdown of the year all right give me a second go to the roller decks of your mind yeah summer Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, are, are, there, are there things, and this is a question for the listeners as well. Are there things that stand out as having served you well that you'd like adopted as routine in that time? Instead of, do you know what I mean? I know. I I'm just thinking about it now. You said earlier about how you're not going to put as much pressure on yourself to, you know, become Superman, which I completely get. But are there things that you adopted in that time that you're like, oh, actually, I should do that again? Uh, to be honest, I think uh, I am learning from mistakes rather than re-implementing successful strategies. Okay. Um, um, you know, for example, there was a lot of boozing in the first lockdown mm. and I'm not going to go down that path again. And, you know, like... Uh, I. I hate to say it, but it's it's the things that I've started doing since then. The running, the exercising, that's yeah. the stuff that I'm going to stick to. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, at, at the moment that's uh, possible. And I'm, mm. and I'm sure it is in, in the UK too. At least a certain amount of time a day you'll be able to go out and exercise. And obviously... It doesn't have to be running or anything particularly strenuous. Just going for a walk. Like, for example, yesterday, I I didn't leave the house all day. And that's rare for me. And I could just feel, as the evening set in, I was saying to my girlfriend, like, I, I just, I'm, you know, I'm feeling very low. And I couldn't really put my finger on it. And I think it is just, you know, not going out not going just getting at least a little bit of time outside makes a huge difference for me mm. and and i'm sorry if if anyone is is currently in the position where they're they're not allowed to go out i mean i'm pretty sure that most places will have some allowance for for exercise or whatever but and and again i'm just talking about for me this may not be as important to you but just getting outside or moving around in whatever way I can, not sitting at my computer, at my desk, as as I'm prone to doing. It makes a huge difference for me. And not not sitting on my balcony, drinking, rapidly sending texts to my WhatsApp fr friendship group, so it kind of seems like I'm at the pub with them, but I'm not. Mm. Mm. Um, I think I'm going to avoid that. And, you know... I'm not going to force myself to be productive or I'm not going to put the expectation on myself. That doesn't mean I'm not going to do anything, but you know, I'm not going to take up a new, a new skill. Um, and mm. maybe, but maybe that doesn't mean, maybe that is a good thing for some, for other people. I, do you know what I think, George, although now that I know you're going to not be on your own, this may not be as, as appealing to you, but I think we should do a little lockdown book club. Oh, mate. Let's, you know, we'll pick a book and, well, you know how book clubs work, yeah? I do, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar. One, do you know what? In your life, Ollie, 
I would love it if you read that book I mentioned earlier, Name of the Wind. And I wonder if I'm gearing up for a reread. A reread? Well, okay, so let's see. Could this potentially be the lockdown books? What's it called? But then I don't know if I would... It's called The Name of the Wind. It's by a guy called Patrick Rothfuss. But you don't know if you'd want to talk about it to me? No, I don't... No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I don't know if, like, it would be my recommendation for everyone listening, mm. you know? I Okay, I'm looking at the cover and... Looks budget, man. I've got to say, it looks very budget. No, it's honestly maybe one of the best books I've ever read. Do you know who else loves it? Um, what Rogan brand? No, for God, fuck no. <laughs> long time listener and long time friend George Gifkins. It's, oh, uh, long time absolutely... listener George Gifkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves it, and you know, we there's a third. There's supposed to be a third book in the series coming out, but. Who knows when? Uh, is it, is he, he's one of these longers, like old Game of Thrones guy. Mm-hmm. He's a longer. Um, um, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll I'd certainly get stuck into this, but maybe we can choose a... Maybe we should... I'm just looking, it's, a, it's 662 pages. Maybe for book club, we should choose something a little more... Um, yeah. A little little shorter. Anyway, we, we can discuss this. But, yeah, yeah. Also, can we do film club again? Yeah, we can do film club, my dear boy. Um, uh, Rat A will be absolutely over the moon to hear that. That actually reminds me, you would have hated the week I've had for various reasons. Um, But the main one is um, because it's Halloween and Rat A is is into all that. um, Mm. So she's forced me to watch terrible horror films and... My issue with them is not that I find them particularly scary. They're just really poor quality, really badly made. Mm. We watched this one, Annabelle, which is about a doll that is uh, possessed by the spirit of a... Um, I think they, they call her like a... It's like a hippie sort of child, like Manson type. It's set in the 60s and she's like a member of some cult and she possesses a little doll and starts fucking shit up and the issue always is is that the characters that you're supposed to be rooting for are so unlikable that you start to think i hope annabelle tears these (laughs) tears this young family to bits because they're smug and they keep having these scenes where it's basically like the couple the protagonists having some some like romantic banter but because the They've got no chemistry and you don't believe for a second that these people are in a relationship. It just stretches on for a very long time. And yeah, so we watched, I think, three or four really, really shit horror Stop films. Um, so I'd be happy to do a, a, a film club that is, uh, you know... Anti-spook. Anti-spook, yeah. Uh, something that is yeah. not in the in the spooky realm. Um, yeah. Because I'm all spooked out, my dear yeah. boy. Uh, what was your... You excitedly thought of something. Oh, d- d- just at the weekend. Here we go. Let's get it over with. I went to the pub on Saturday evening with some friends. Surprise, surprise. on the way home, I really needed a wee. Okay. I was walking past my dad's house and I've just nipped in to use the toilet. And my dad and five of his friends were in the kitchen just passing the guitar around, taking it in turns to sing songs. Oh, is that what that was? I saw this on your Instagram. And I... 
I was with my sister and I said, go on without me. Because that's not her scene. But I just <laughs> lit up instantly. I was like, someone get me a beer. I'm going to sit down in the corner. Let's get uh, let's And get me the guitar. Go. Yeah. And we, for two hours, we passed that guitar around. We just, it, it in real time, I looked around the room and thought, I will never forget tonight. I absolutely loved it. Um, and I just, it was a just a blip, a moment of, you know, norm of what I'm used to. Mm. And with that, we were on the cusp, I think, or we found out that night about the lockdown. And it just felt like, I don't know, man, it was really special. I, wa- I wonder if, if uh, you know, as, as awful as this year has been, maybe we're going forward, we're going to recognise these little moments a little, oh. a little, like you said, in real time, a little more yeah. rapidly because, you know, we've we've had to go without them. Um, yeah. I do need to up my covers game, though. I never learned enough covers. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know any covers, to be honest. I oh, really no. want to learn Wise Men Say, you know, the Elvis only fool. Yeah. Well, what, what, let, what, what was on the set list that night? I mean... These are all. This is your dad's crowd. Your dad's cronies. Yeah, so it was mostly. What Dylan. we talking? They're in their eighties. Yeah. Uh, no, they're fucking not in their eighties. <laughs> and well, they're... sure. I mean, you're what? 42. What is it now? Forty two. Forty two. Yeah. So, okay. Did your dad uh, have you young? Very young. Okay. Uh, yeah. Not very yet. young. Okay. Um, so it was Dylan. You were going around. You were Dylaning. Yeah, because um, I, yeah. I no, please go. No, I just once I've had a few drinks, I'd say my I am not the best at recalling lyrics, and so <laughs> each time I played, I'd get like halfway through, and they just kind yeah. of yeah, it's gonna be a shorter version this time, guys. <laughs> um, a bridge past the guitar one, but it was just what? oh, mate. Yeah. yeah, that sounds nice, and it's like you say, it's like a little, it's like stepping into. A little bit of an of normality, um, yeah. and something that I would have taken for granted, I'm sure, in the past. And I, yeah. there wasn't one minute of it that I took for granted. I really loved it. I actually nice. don't let them know this, but I put my phone's dictaphone on for 40 minutes of it. So I've got a 40 minute you... set kitchen set on my phone. Um, <laughs> and okay, that's I know the, the listeners are going to be waiting for beta. You know, if, if you want it, the bootleg kind of. I don't know. We'll set up some kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what 20 quid for? for a copy I can send an mp3 yeah like 40 40 60 40 yeah, 60 quid I think 200 yeah, we'll quid work it out. Yeah, 200 yeah, yeah, quid okay. lime wire yeah we'll still um oh ollie yeah oh. look here's here's the last thing i'll say on on the subject of covid and on the subject of of good times uh you know a little bit of a spanner has been thrown in the, my Christmas plans. <gasps> um, well, with the lockdown, international travel is uh, not a thing. So, no. I don't know. I don't know. Because as things are at the moment, it's supposed to... The, the first week of December is supposed to be when restrictions are eased. But it could, of course, go on for longer. I don't know. Oh. We'll see. But I, 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 you know, I wanted to prepare you. I didn't want to just, you know, Christmas Eve when you're all tucked up in bed waiting for me to come and do the usual in my Santa costume. And oh. Tiptoe around Ollie, your bedroom. Yeah. Just hear me out. And just it's just an idea. It might not be the right one, but yeah, I have a feeling remember, I might hate We this. raised just over twelve thousand pounds for mine. I don't believe we've given it to the charity yet. I'm sure the listeners <laughs> wouldn't mind if we got a private jet for you. I think yeah. they would appreciate that. 
So that, yeah, the that issue is George. Issue, yeah. The issue is the money has already gone to the charity. Oh, now, fuck, what we otherwise could do, we would have done that. Well, what we could do is call up Mind and say, "Oh shit! Shit, we've made There's a mistake. There's been a could huge mistake. I'm We're sure gonna need that cash back. To, you know, Bobby Mind. That actually, yeah. we need to get a private jet for our dear. You know, one of the most beloved podcast hosts." Of recent oh, in Hartford, times. yeah, in Hartford. Yeah, I would say yeah. the second most beloved podcast host <laughs> in Hartford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Well, we'll see. Fuck. We'll see. The, I don't know. I don't know. I'll but. fucking come to you because if I can get to Barcelona, we could have a we could have a El Bumpo Christmasa or whatever it's called. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure on the translation. I don't think it's called El Bumpo Christmasa, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah we'll 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 see we'll see what happens but you know either way to the listeners out there who may be facing similar troubles this too shall pass we will see each other again etc etc and we're sending all our love and speaking of sending love beautiful jackson is currently strapped to the back of the messenger boy the messenger boy's crippled back is dragging along the ground because jexton you know still gorgeous but has put on a little bit of weight um mm. and you know i don't think it's controversial to say that a horse on the back of mm. a of a, <laughs> of a man Tread lightly, but go on. I think I know. I don't want to. I don't want to offend any of our horse listeners, unless. Oh well, Marble Red, if you're listening, I hope you're fucking offended. You offend me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I fucking hate Marble Red. I've. Do you know what? I've never. If, wait. Let me make sure I get this right before I make any outlandish claims. I've never picked up a horse. Interesting. Um. I'm just looking back. I'm trying to think if I... Do you want to know a, 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 an actual horse story from me? And it's probably my only real horse experience. Uh, I mean, you know, outside of Jexton and, and uh, Marble Red. Um, but in year five, I was hanging out <laughs> in uh, Tanner's Crescent, which is uh, near where, where I grew up in, in Hartford. And, uh, you know, we were me and some pals on scooters having a laugh and um one of the girls that lived in that neighborhood had a horse not in her garden or anything but for some reason she was trotting around this uh cul-de-sac on a fucking horse and so of course all these kids are like oh go on give us a go on your horse no (laughs) and uh and there was no supervision. This is all oh, now that I'm mate. thinking about it. This is very dangerous stuff. But um, so she encouraged on it? she encouraged me to clamber on this horse, and it immediately bucking broncoed me, <laughs> and I went flying off and landed on the fucking concrete. And it could have been very bad. I mean, I I think I just you know I I was hurt, but I was not oh, seriously Ollie. hurt. And I had to go home and say to my mum like, oh, mum, I just got fucking. <laughs> bucked off a bucking horse imagine being a fucking parent it must blow your mind every day but you're thinking like, oh, my little... kids are thick 
Yeah, or just like, what do you mean you got on somebody's horse? What do you yeah. mean? Why was there a horse there? Yeah, what? Oh, stick mate. to your I'd, stick to your scooter. You no, know, yeah, I, Ollie. Um, just you know, love you, love the listeners. Yeah, hurry up! Uh, oh yeah, you want me to hurry up? Okay. <laughs> Okay, my dear friend. No, I just need to explain to... We're, we're, we're recording this morning um, and I it's my last day before lockdown going into the studio today. Okay. And if there... You know, if, if I'm anything, it's punctual. Um, well, apart from... And I will you, not have... Apart this, from this morning? No, I was punctual. I was early. Yeah, I'm you were... early. five uh, minutes early. Well, there's no point turning up early... You know, with if your, your headphones in work. it. Exactly, my <laughs> yeah, yeah. What good are you to me early when you're not fucking ready? Yeah, That's very a very good tech. point, and one I'd like to meditate on today. Thank you very much. Thanks for that. Hey, listen. It sounds like you're wrapping up. No, 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 no. Thank you no. very much. All right, then I'll be on my way. <laughs> oh, um, I don't want to go. Do you know what? Fuck it. I'll be late. It's the last day of school. Is that's what today is? It's you know I'll bring some yeah, toys you, you, in. Yeah, you stick Shrek two on when you get oh. to the studio. <laughs> um, okay. So, email for you, my lord. email has just come in my lord okay this email is from sharon hello gentlemen every time i listen to path i think shit i need to email these two and then every time i get home i usually listen whilst walking other stuff happens and i forget then i listen again and think shit i need to email these two Repetitive thinking. Sound familiar? Winking face. So, finally, I'm emailing. Phew. I can shut that thought down now. Um, I'm a 48-year-old mum of a 27-year-old son who has autism. If you stuck him on the spectrum, you'd call it Asperger's syndrome. Uh, So, as part of his autism, he suffers with our old friend's anxiety, depression... Messed up sleep, unwanted thoughts, yada, yada. Now, I should say that is uh, in the email. That's not me. You uh, haven't taken a callous turn. Yeah, that would be a real shift in tone. Um, (laughs) I I relate so much of what you lovely two chat about, and it's refreshing and grounding and open and honest and, dare I say, funny. I hear so much of my son in what you both share. He works bloody hard at managing his mental health and makes me very proud. He's couch to 5K-ing, has switched up his diet, is challenging himself to take on situations that would normally keep him home, applying for jobs. During a recent virtual interview, I offered him a bag for life because he also pukes when anxious, but he declined. Um, The secret to our success is we talk, we check in, and sometimes we can only manage the basics, food, water, hopefully sleep, and then we build again from there. I too dabble with depression and am also bloody perimenopausal hormones never underestimate their power and believe with all my might that any time spent outside is worth its weight in mental health curing gold i am also in- inspired by george and my other celeb podcast friend russell brand that's one of your mates george meditating once a day have done seven days so far and then uh, i'll send you this link sharon is, is recommending a certain uh meditation thing 
Um, and then Sharon says, anyway, what I'm waffling my way towards is thank you both so very much. What you're doing makes a massive difference. So when your own doubtful voices kick in, tell them to bugger off because the reality is you're both great and what you're doing matters. With love, Sharon. Sharon! Oh, mate. I love this. This, and uh, I should say that this is, it's 10 a.m. for me. And I read this email this morning and it was the rocket fuel I needed before oh, going to get my mate. cup of rocket fuel at the local cafe. Oh, Sharon. Just, I feel as if, Ollie, if at any point in the coming weeks I take a dip, I'm going to ask you to forward me that email just that to email, read back yeah. over. Yeah. I, I mean... What she said about the, she's talking about her relationship with her son and the way, the secret to our success. That's what, how she puts it. Yeah. We talk, we check in, sometimes we can only manage the basics and then we build again from there. I mean, that's everything, isn't it? That's basically yeah. in one sentence, Sharon has managed to articulate things that we have sort of struggled to get into words for is it almost too a year late, is it too late to, to put change host name forward um for the upcoming american presidential oh um, george i was hoping we would we would ma manage to get away with not mentioning that but because if it was sharon I, know. I mean but just just that kind of energy and you know imagine the world i know i i thank you very much sharon and we're sending our love to you and your son, and uh, and we sh should say that, you know, all the things your son is doing, couch to 5K, changing his diet, trying new situations that would normally, you know, he would avoid. I mean, what more can you do? That is amazing. That's a huge, huge accomplishment. So thank you very much for that. I love that email. And George? My friend, I'm, I I'm not just saying this. My Zoom's gone down to one bar of battery. Okay, well, uh, I'm sending all my love all over the world, but especially to America, because as we record this, they're about to go to the polls. And hopefully by the time you listen to this, my girlfriend will be able to uh, tell people she's American without feeling deep shame. Um, but who knows? Anyway, my dear friend, enjoy the studio. Um, yeah, oh, before we go, just quickly, what's for dinner, George? Tonight? Yeah. I'm having bangers and mash. Okay, bang that is banging. All right, yeah. see you later, my friend. Oh, all right, man. oh shit! No, wait. We've got loads to do. Uh, uh, um, um, if you want to send Gen us an Ollie, email, Ollie. Genuinely, I just want to stop and save this. So okay. Just from just, I don't want to lose it. For one week, can we just say, ladies and gentlemen? Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'll do. I'll do the little. Yeah, tag I'm going to clock out now and press right. save. I'll stay okay. on the phone to Ollie. See you but later. Love you Jesus all, and see you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, listeners. It's just you and me. Finally, now we can. Now we can really get into, I mean, yeah. George is clearly too busy for you guys, not me. I'm here. I want to say to you that our emails are always open, if that's a thing. <laughs> I'm, by the way, I'm laughing, listener, because I can still hear George in my ear, but, you know, sorry, he's been censored. It's just me. Phone a friend with Ollie MN, and I'm the friend. Um, look, if you want to get in touch with us, please do email us at phone a friend. Wait, George usually says this podcast app. No, wasn't it, George? He's saying he's not going to help me. Fuck, 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 fuck. Um, okay, contact at phone a friend podcast .com. 
leave us a rating wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the Instagram at Phone a Friend Pod. And um, we'll speak to you next week. George is saying Ollie to me, uh, and uh, I think you'll remember, dear listener, my name is fucking Blaze. What, George? Okay, George is asking me to... I could I could say whatever I want right now. <laughs> George is asking me... No, okay, I'll be fair. Okay, George is asking me... Uh, well, he's made the, the excellent suggestion that any students listening, please get in touch. Let us know how you're doing with with all this and and share your experiences. We'd love to hear from you. And we're sending all our love. George, are you sending your love? And he's now singing one of his songs. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. Listeners, I'm going to go now. Uh, so <laughs> this feels weird. So yeah, we'll speak to you next week.